Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Podski. I'm your host, the man with thousand gimmicks, John Baker. We got Andretti back in the shop. We're going to be talking about NXT this week. But before we talk about NXT, let's uh, hopefully you listened to last week's episode. We had Mongoose and Andretti on. We had a really good conversation about the Royal Rumble review and what that kind of meant. Lee, as we're going into the WrestleMania, we're full swing into the WrestleMania season now. And uh, so, yeah. So thank you, Andretti, for coming on again. It seems like you're the marathon host here now. Uh, hey, man, it is what it is. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> what uh, What's your pronouns this week? Um, my pronouns this week are going to be um, Zicky Dice and um, Pat Tanaka. <laughs> Wow. It was built from Japan, and that dude is not from Japan. <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, Dave Batista and uh, Muhammad Hassan. <laughs> How did you get Hassan from? I don't know. I watched. Um, I started for some. I jumped around because I made it to Survivor Series '97, and then I was like. I, I'm getting burnout. So then I switched to and I watched the main event for WrestleMania 21. And then I watched the Raw that happened the next night. And uh Muhammad Hassan attacked Shawn Michaels, or there was some type of thing where Shawn Michaels was facing Muhammad Hassan. And then that's I the, popped, that's the few that's the few do we do we need. Right. And I popped huge for the fact that Arya Davari was they were doing that whole terrorist gimmick, yet Davari was billed from Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> and I it said I popped so big for that when I watched that. That and I caught it on I think I, I can't remember if I caught that in SmackDown versus Raw 2007 because I played that a little bit. And I don't know if I caught it there or if I caught it on uh, backlash 05 i can't remember but it was it, it was so hilarious from the fact that they were doing this whole terrorist gimmick yet the dude was from milwaukee it's great <laughs> i love it <laughs> but uh what we're really going to talk about this week is we're going to talk about this nxt show which i actually thought was a pretty good show but uh before we hop into all that uh any uh interesting news that may have happened in the wrestling world this week i saw that um uh, Charlie Norris passed away, right? The guy that was in WCW, he was a, a Native American gimmick guy in, in WCW for a while. Um, when was that? Was probably the early '90s, I think, is when is when he was in there on some of those shows. But uh, obviously, Lanny Poffo, you know, passing away this past week was a big deal. Um, you know, I mean, look, that guy was a really great talent, man, and he he never really got um, he never really got the the mainstream um, publicity to what he probably should have. He, I mean, he was a hell of an athlete, man. I mean, and I think when you watch um, when you watch Dalton Castle now, you you just all I see is Lanny Poffo when that guy's in the ring. You know, I mean, wow. Poffo Poffo was great. I mean, it, it, kudos to that guy for for making all that money in WCW whenever they were just paying him to stay home, and he you know would make the annual phone call every year and say, "Hey, mm -hmm. when do you need me to show up?" 
And then Bischoff would say, uh, I think we're good or not answer the call. <laughs> so, and they kept paying him. They paid him for, I think they paid him for like four or five years there in, in WCW and he never showed up, which is pretty, which is pretty awesome. So uh, kudos so, to him for that. That's so awesome. I totally forgot about that gimmick. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. They could have used them. I don't know why. I don't know why they did. I think that, I, I think I remember uh, they were going to bring him in as a, um, is the manager for Randy and, and for whatever reason they 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 used uh, gorgeous George who was you know Randy's either fiance or girlfriend you know at that time and they brought they brought her in instead and never told never told Lanny anything and he just kind of one day they just showed up on TV with uh with gorgeous George and Mach so you know <laughs> it is it is what it is yeah yeah really sad to see Lanny go uh I- Alvarez told a hilarious story about Lanny and how he tried to, it was from their holiday show that they do or with Vinny and about how they were trying to um, get, he ordered a cameo from him to try to get him to just give a bunch of um, all of those limericks and stuff like that. Like all those poems and stuff to Vinny to stop smoking. And it was, <laughs> And and like he didn't he didn't do the request right at all. He just dived into everything that was in his book. Oh man! <laughs> and Alvarez had to cut it up and make it seem he cut it up and made it seem like he was actually on the phone with Lanny on the show. Like that is incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Uh, but yeah, also I uh, can't forget about Lawler and. Oh, him. Yeah. He looks like he's going to be okay, but he had another stroke. I mean, how many times is this guy going to have some type of health scare? I mean, the dude nearly died on uh, during a raw one night. Like, he's it seems like he's had a lot of like strokes and heart attacks and all that over the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, it's look, it's going to catch up with all of us sooner or later, you know. But he, he I mean, that guy was in the ring how many nights a week for how many years? I mean, you know, he probably wrestling five nights a week, six nights a week, if not more than that there for a long time, but you know, it's got to catch up with you sooner or later, you know, and I, it's, that's a shame, but uh, you know, hopefully everything will work out for him and he'll get, he'll get back up to speed and be able to be able to, you know, have a good quality of life. I haven't heard anything. Um, I heard the same thing you did about him. You know, it sounded like it was going to be, he was going to be okay, but I don't know what okay means. I don't know if that means, you know, you're able to, walk around and breathe or or that means you're able to you know live the same quality of life you had before the stroke but i mean it's scary man those those are those are scary things that happen to a lot of people that you know affect every family sooner or later so hopefully uh hopefully he'll get uh he'll pull out of that yeah it's and it was really scary they said that they found him face down like at his hotel or like at his like apartment or house or whatever wow so yeah it's really scary so um but yeah uh (laughs) there's a lot of there's a lot of like wrestlemania like weekly stuff because we we're not gonna tease that we're we're gonna we're giving you a little taste of uh, a lot of things that are coming between andretti and i because we're going to wrestlemania the pod ski is going to take over wrestlemania which we're going to do a reveal pod basically once we get everything sorted which we there's not much more for us to do we we're going to go to a bunch of shows every single day that we're out there and we're going to do a review show every night of the sh- all the shows and everything that we kind of experienced and everything leading up to WrestleMania. And then, um, but yeah, it's going to be a good time. We, we got a few more, a uh, few more uh, things to catch up on. And then once we get that all figured out, we will do a pod closer to WrestleMania, but 
wanted to give a quick little tease to the WrestleMania since it is full WrestleMania season right now. Um, but I'm going to hand the floor to you now because it's a very special day. It is a very special day. It's a very special day for, uh, for, for, uh, the Cambria County coroner over here, the, uh, Mr. Andretti <laughs> myself. So, you know, today, um, in case you don't know what you should know, and if you don't, you're an asshole, but today is national pizza day. So, Take it seriously and make sure you frequent your local pizza joint, your favorite local pizza joint. And because I'm always come prepared on this damn podcast, I've got a long list of shout outs I want to give across the great United States of pizza shops. And then you can throw in, uh, throw in whatever you want there to bake. But I've got number one, you know, I really wanted to give a shout out today. Happy, happy National Pizza Day to Morris's Tavern in Sidman. Best crust in the world. Fantastic pizza. Love it. Uh, last year's last year's Laurel Highlands uh, Pizza Wars champion Marlene's out of Nanny Glow. Happy Pizza Day! <laughs> and I'm gonna I'll just read through the uh, the rest of these here. Via three one three in Austin, Jets Pizza in Austin, Village Pizzeria here in uh, here in LA. I want to give a shout out to my buddy uh, my buddy Ruggles for that. I love you, bud. I don't know if you ever listen to the show. I tell you every week. I hope you do. <laughs> but, uh, if not, uh, it's all good. Uh, Prime Pizza here in LA is is excellent. Um, tomato joe's up in santa clarita love going to that place and bringing home the uh pepperoni sausage is unbelievable um tony's pizzeria out in ventura you can go there and grab a slice anytime you want it's right there by the beach you get people walking in there with the surfboards it's a really cool vibe um piggy pies in dallas um really close to the smu campus right there on uh mockingbird and lover's lane right in that area fantastic Such a fantastic um, name yeah you know next one here i got a neil's Anil's in uh, Boiling Springs, which is right, right, right in, uh, right in your world. Shout out Anil's. Shout out Anil's. Anil's, yeah. 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 Yeah, that place was great, dude. When, when we went there before the Long Island show, uh, before we headed up to Long Island, that pizza was unbelievable. Great pizza. That's probably the that's probably the best pizza I've had in Central PA, I bet. It 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 is incredible pizza. I ha- yeah. They got they got great crust, a big old Boiling Springs flop on them. Yeah. The sauce is really good. I remember the sauce being really good too. Um, the sauce was nice. Another one here, uh, Las Vegas place I found hole in the wall. Those guys pies is, is an unbelievable spot. If you're ever in Vegas and you want to get kind of off the strip and go find a spot that has really good food, um, their their pizza is unbelievable. Um, Sanso's Pizza in Blairsville is a is a a yearly contender uh, for the Laurel Highlands Pizza Wars between me and me and Dolan do that every year. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more as the summer comes up. But Sanso's Pizza is really really great. It's a it's a small chain. Um, Mimos and Wimber PA. Um, the pizza's good. The pizza's actually really good. The the Stromboli's there. That Stromboli was the best Stromboli I've ever had in my life, dude. So that that's a that's a good spot. That's right by uh that's right by where Mongoose grew up. So it's it's a place where he and I have gone multiple times to get to get food. Um Dominic's six pack and portage PA, uh hole in the wall spot. They've got unbelievable pizza. It's it's really great. Um, if anybody from the local area is listening, the pizza there tastes a lot like Giselle's that used to be in Wilmore right down the road from Portage. So if you've ever, if, if you remember Giselle's in Wilmore and you go to Dominic's, you're going to find that the pizza there is pretty, uh, pretty similar. It's probably the same people. I, I don't know if it is for sure though. Um, Joey O's in Greensburg. Fantastic. It's unlike anything you've ever had. They got the sweet sauce, square cut pizza. Unbelievable. I know the, uh, the football staff at, at uh, uh, St. Vincent is a big fan of a uh, big fan of Joey O's. So that, uh, that's always a good thing. Um, Venezia's in Phoenix. 
I got a shout out from them today on uh, social media, which was pretty great to see. But I go there all the time when I go out there to visit my, uh, my buddy in Phoenix. Um, there's a chain in Virginia called um, – I, I don't know what the, what the main um, – the main name is but all the all the all the branches all the branch restaurants have a different name but it's all benny's it's all benny's something okay um mm -hmm. the one that i really like the most is benny benny marconi's in roanoke and they've got hair i mean they're in harrisonburg man they're in charlottesville all over uh uh radford you know down that way you know uh, uh south um southwest virginia um there's one in morgantown west virginia too that's that's pretty good uh, I want to give them a shout out. There's a, there's a really good place in Cross Lanes, West Virginia, um, right between Charleston and Nitro, um, called Hassan's. And I don't know if anybody listening out there has ever been there. They don't have an Instagram page, unfortunately. But Hassan's Pizza in Cross Lanes, right outside of, of, of Charleston, is is really really good. Go check that place out, man. I've been there a couple times. Driving through there, been there a couple times. It's a must stop every time I go through. Um, another Phoenix spot, Spinados. Uh, my buddy, the Graz from from back home, who now lives in Phoenix, is a huge fan of Spinato. So we we go there every once in a while. Um, Goodfellas Pizzeria in Covington, Kentucky, um, was a place that me and uh, and uh, beautiful Bobby Winters went to um, two summers ago. Whenever we were up there making towns and going to the the, the, the toy shops and doing our thing up there with our, our friend Amanda and, and everybody that lives in that house, that crazy ass house that she lives in, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then the um, the last one I had was Dion's. In Albuquerque, and that's a small chain too. But Dion's has got a uh, a pepperoni, um, a pepperoni and, and green chili pizza that I had. The first time I ever had it was at the Albuquerque Isotopes minor league baseball game, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my life!" And then I then I found out that it was a, a restaurant. So um, every time I go to Albuquerque and I drive through there, I always stop at Dion's and get at least a slice or two of the uh, the pepperoni and green chili. Man, it's it's just unbelievable pizza. But those are the um, those are the ones I wanted to I wanted to make sure that we that we shot it out here for sure. And I can I'll, I'll tag all those people too whenever we. Um, Whenever we put we post the episode, I'll I'll tag everybody with the uh with the, with the Instagram. Such a fantastic and extensive list. I I, I cut some out. I had to cut. Some, I didn't want to make it too long. <laughs> <laughs> you have like the pizza rumble or something. I know. Well, we do it every year. Me and Dolan do it every year. You know, back home where we do the Laurel Highlands Pizza Wars. You know, where we end up having um. We have, uh, you know, I think it started out with 16 and there, we only had 12 last year, I think. But I mean, we want to we want to bump it back up to 16 competitors again, again, uh, this upcoming summer. But uh, Morris's Tavern won it two years ago. And then this past summer, Marlene's and, and Andy Lowe won it um, to, to great fanfare in the area on Facebook. So that was uh, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Shout out to Laurel Highlands uh, Pizza Wars. It is such a I love the Pizza Wars. And if you don't know what the Pizza Wars are, you will know this summer because Andretti will be posting about the Pizza Wars all oh, over. No the doubt. No doubt. It's such a fantastic time of year when you make the trek back to back to the homeland. And it's it's so awesome. Oh, dude, I mean, we, we we theoretically we go and we get a slice of cheese and a slice of pepperoni at all of these spots. And then we kind of grade it out and then we come together at the end and kind of figure out who's going to be the winner. But um, what ends up happening is we end up getting a whole pizza at both of the spots at, at, at every spot, cheese and pepperoni. And then we eat the whole damn thing in the car. So we end up eating like 16 pizzas in a day, dude. And it's, it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. It's so awesome. It's so great. Uh, I'll give shout outs here. Uh, there I'm going to obviously, uh, for local joints around here, I'm going to shout out 
uh, Alfredo's. I love their pizza. Um, I, I would love to shout out pizza and stuff, but pizza and stuff, they have completely changed their pizza. It it was fantastic. Whenever Allison and I bought our house and moved into it, we would get Pizza Hut or not Pizza Hut. We would get pizza and stuff pizza like at least once a week. Like it was so good. And then they had a change of ownership and they completely changed it. It's not that good anymore. Um, but I love to put over the pizza house here uh, in town, but pizza house can never stay open. And they have a fantastic neon sign in the front window, uh, but they always open back up and go out of business and their pizza absolutely sucks. So they can't be. <laughs> not, yeah, it's it. I had their pizza one time and it tasted like it looked like a frozen pizza. But weirdly was so good for some reason. <laughs> and uh, but they did buy the panini recipe. They bought all the panini recipes um, from uh, a local deli and they bought all of her panini recipes. So that was a huge perk to the last time they opened, which was before COVID and the, I, they didn't make it. But yeah. literally because there, it would take them an hour and a half to get you a panini out. Like it was ridiculous. Um, shout Very out. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, man. I, I thought you were done. I have, I got one more I wanted to throw out there. Go ahead. Oh, you, yeah. You got to shout out, uh, Brothers Pizza as well. Brothers, do, that, that's the, that's the go to. Brothers is the go to, even though Alfredo's is literally, you know, within walking distance. Uh, but Brothers is the go to all the time. Uh, and, and you know, the usual shout outs, you know, no, nobody out pizzas the hut. That's, that's for damn sure. I'll say that Jesus. right now. And, Jesus. and without, you know, literally without Shaq, like, what would Papa John's be? You know, but, I, I got to give a, a big Ron Wright, Jesus, to, to bring it up, <laughs> Papa John's and uh, and Pizza Hut. So the the other shout out, actually, I got two, I got two shout outs, but um, there used to be a really good pizza place in Carlisle, um, like north of north of the business district um, before you get to the sheets. It was called it was called Owls. That, and, I, and it turned into like an Indian restaurant now, I think. Do you remember, you know what I'm talking about? I think that sounds familiar. Like before, I think it's before you, maybe it's after you get past the new high school, the new high school field on, mm -hmm. on the like, north of the city. I That sounds really familiar, honestly, because well, like, my mom worked in Carlisle. So like, I kind of know the places around there, but. I yeah, unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't, I don't know when they closed, but it's not there anymore. Because I, when I, when I got back with you guys, and dropped you off at, at Long Deuces, and I was heading back to heading back home from there. I, I drove up there to see if that place was still there, and it, it was closed. But um, I want to give a shout-out to a place called The Tomato in Denton, in Denton, Texas, because it was a really great spot to go get, like, a square-cut piece of pizza. And that place had a bunch of arcades. They had beer. It was this awesome college hangout. And you could tell that, you could tell that with all the beer pitchers, um were stolen from local pizza huts because they were all they were all like the, the old the old school red beer pitchers <laughs> pizza hut. like so they must have stole all them from pizza hut. but that place was so filthy dude it was it was just the grimiest damn place you've ever been in your life and then they burned out from a, they burned down because of a grease fire <laughs> i will that was, that was I, the end of that that's awesome i speaking of college, <laughs> speaking of college bars i will shout out I'll shout out Wibs here in here in town. I will shout out Wibs. Shout out Wibs. They 
Uh, I've had their pizza a few times. Um, for some reason, it tastes extremely good at about 1.30 in the morning. Um, and and I'm sure that it's absolutely disgusting and it's probably not even pizza. But um, I'd love to shout out Big Richards, but I uh, on Richard uh on Richard Avenue, but I can't because I've never, I've never been brave enough to wander back into Richard Avenue, uh, since I've graduated and I just refuse to go down Richard Avenue, especially, uh, whenever the college kids are in town, because I'll probably run over a bunch of glass bottles and (laughs) yeah, that's not good. (laughs) My, my days, my days of, uh, walking through glass bottles i think are, are over at this point in my in my journey in my human career i think i'm i think i'm done walking over glass bottles that <laughs> until, <laughs> until I'm, done you... doing, I'm done doing death matches dude i'm not i'm not doing the i'm not doing the 1 a.m walk down that walk down the the dark alley glass all over the place death match to, to get a pizza to go to a pizza shop <laughs> that's fantastic i love that you're, you're done like, like until you hit the cheeseburger picnic against oh yeah oh, i guess yeah. uh beautiful bobby winners then then all bets are off on the glass I mean, there's there's no chance that if we do a match at the cheeseburger picnic he's not getting hit with a light to him i am absolutely gonna hit him with a light to him <laughs> are you gonna hit him in the back or are you gonna hit him right in the face I'm, i'll probably hit him over the back of the head because i don't want him to know it's coming <laughs> Shout out beautiful Bobby Winters. Uh what else you got for pizza day? Anything else? What's your what's your favorite pizza in the world, Baker? I'm ooh, see, I'll get heat for this. Um I am uh I like pineapple on pizza. Okay, okay. And I know that that gets heat around the world, but I like I like the sweetness that it brings and the acidity that it adds to the sauce. I don't know why people don't like it. it I, I really don't. I, I I don't know if it's an ego thing or what, but like pineapple pizza is really good. So if you if you don't like it, like that's fine if you don't like it. But like, I don't know why there's like this very strong opinions on it either way. It's very strange. Yeah, I don't get that either. Like I think that it's fantastic, but I I, I don't know. I guess it's just uh I guess I guess I'm just it's probably the same thing that we say about the internet marks and wrestling, but. Um, but yeah, I like, I'll, I'll do a standard, I'll do a standard cheese or I'm not a big pepperoni guy. Um, but I am a huge pineapple. Sometimes I'll, I do like a meat. Oh, I, I could really dive into a meat lovers or a margarita, but, um, but, but if I'm, my go-to is probably just regular pineapple on it. So if you're going to, if you're going to get, if you're going to get the, uh, the quote unquote Hawaiian, where do you get it from? Where's your, where's your go-to spot for that? Uh, go to is probably, ooh. Ah, uh, see now that's. Hmm. It's I'm torn. Like if I'm here, like at home, I'm torn between Alfredo's and Brothers. So like Alfredo's, it, it just there's they're kind of iffy sometimes on quality. But I'd probably say Brothers. Some people would say Pizza Man. Um, you know something, brothers. You know something, brother. The pizza man uh, will run wild on you, brother. Um, I like I like Pizza Man, but some their quality it, it used to be Pizza Man. It used to be Pizza Man over everything. I would never I would put Pizza Man over everybody else, but 
pizza man did something to the sauce or the cheese or something like that, I, I didn't like it. Or it even might have been the dough. But I, I would probably say that my go-to is probably just a, a, a pineapple from Brothers. Okay. I really like the uh, the grandma pizza at Prime out here in Burbank. It's unbelievable. It's like, it's like a square cut, almost like a, um, almost like a Sicilian slash uh, Detroit style. I don't know. I don't know the difference between the two of them, but um, Detroit style is probably my favorite. That grandma pizza at prime is excellent. Um, but I think, I think Morris's Tavern in Sidman is my favorite, my favorite pizza, just because the, the crust is so unique. Um, it, it's just really good, man. It, everything goes together really well. It's really thin, uh, which I like, but um, I'm kind of with you. I'm not a big, I'm not a big solo pepperoni fan, but if I'm going to get pepperoni, I want other meat like sauces and, and whatnot with it. Actually, I will put over um, if I don't know if it's a chain, but it's Mod Pizza. I don't know if you have it out like where you live. Yeah, I, th- I think I think so. They have. I love Mod Pizza. I've been there with uh, Allison a few times, and they like make it all right there. They put it right in the right in the uh, brick oven and everything. It's awesome. But she gets like a barbecue chicken. And it's got onion on it, and I, I it's fantastic. I shout out Mod Pizza. Actually, I did forget one honorable mention, and this is only I, I'm gonna put over the old place of employment. The old place of employment was the Wise Markets. We had our deli manager used to make this insane chicken bacon ranch pizza, and she was the only person that would make it, and it would be so it would, oh my god, it was so good. I'm definitely, awesome. gonna, definitely putting over Renee because she's the only person that could make the uh, chicken bacon ranch the right way. And I don't know what that right way was, but shout out Renee. And <laughs> JC will know what I'm talking about, because we used to devour them. We would buy a large each on shift and, and house them. Ugh. We're going to have to, we'll have to get Billy, the, or, uh, the next time Winners, next time Winners is on here, um, we'll get him and I'll tell the story about what the, what the situation was in front of Goodfellas that night whenever we were in Covington. And we were trying to park the car because there was an altercation. They call, they call it they call it something mildly. I'll, we'll tell I'll tell that story the next time the beautiful Bobby's on here. But okay. I think for I think for small chain, I think my favorite small chain is probably Best Way. Is there are, are there any Best Ways down in Central PA? I don't think so. Okay, there's a, there's one in like Somerset, Altoona, Bedford, places like that, Evansburg. That, that's I, I love portage i love best way pizza man yeah no it, the sauce is excellent the sauce is excellent square cut you buy it by the cut it's, it's badass uh, i had a buddy that worked um he worked at um a wegmans and he like made the pizzas at wegmans and he said that well i mean obviously he was making the pizzas himself so he knew but he said like you could make a really good pizza at wegmans like if you um had a choice yeah, no, I never have. I'll have, to try, I'll have to check that out. I've never had that. Yeah, neither have I. I mean, they. I think the closest Wegmans to here is in, uh, I think it's in like Carlisle, I think, or Mechanicsburg. I think it's Mechanicsburg. I, I would say my favorite big chain, national chains. It, I think nobody out pizzas the hut, dude. I think Pizza Hut's the best national chain. I'd like to put over Pizza Hut, but I get. Um, they make me sick. Like they made last time. I don't know what it is in the sauce. Like I get such like bad reflux and it makes me feel so, like such a pile of shit. It is kind of acidic. It, it, it's really acidic. 
And I don't know what it was the last couple. I love, I love the stuffed crust. But for some reason, man, it tears me up every time I eat it. And I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I usually get the thin crust um, from there. And I'll get like, you know, I'll get thin crust and, and like double sauce and, and just chicken and like bell peppers. But, you know, I, I love their their hand toss is something I've been eating since I was a little kid. You know, with the with the uh, the book it program at school where you read a bunch of books and get some free pizza, man. I'll never I'll never forget those those times of, you know, coming home with uh, with the, the rewards program and going to pizza with my mom and dad and getting, yep. you know, getting much food. Yep. I think that they didn't they just bring back the big New Yorker. I think so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. I, don't think, I don't think I've ever had that one. I don't think I've ever had the big New Yorker either. Now they had a Detroit there for a minute. I don't know if they still have the Detroit style or not, but their Detroit style pizza was good. I'll put I'll put that over too. Yeah, I don't think I ever did that either. Just it's big crust from there. Yeah. Not a and fan, it, not a fan of the thin crust. I like it. I like their thin crust. I, I haven't I haven't really had Domino's or Papa John's or anybody's to compare it, but I, I do like uh Pizza Hut's. I like so like for me, I like it when there's like a really crispy bottom and I like a doughy top. Okay. And like that, like when when I bite into it, I want to get that crunch. Like that's what I like. I hear you. I'm going for pizza. Sure. We gotta get she- sheets has gotta bring back the pizza. We need we need sheets pizza back. Uh so in a in a worse time, uh whenever I was in college, I would put over the Turkey Hill pizza. But I haven't had the Turkey Hill pizza in forever, and I it's probably so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. I don't know what it was about the uh about about the, the turkey hill pizzas that made it so good, but it was really good. Oh my gosh. Look, man, if you want if you want gas station convenience store pizza, the best in the world is Casey's in the Midwest. Casey's general store in the Midwest, they're all over the place. You buy it by the slice, pepperoni, cheese, whatever the hell you want. There, if you, just, you run in there, you grab two slices and go, man. That's that's the that's a go to for me on the road every year. I don't even think I've ever heard of a Casey's. Obviously, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take you to a Casey's, Baker. That's what's gonna happen. We're gonna when we go to when we go to uh, wherever we go in the Midwest. I'm gonna we're gonna stop at Casey's. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, I'll I'll put over this one. I'll put over big time. I'll put over the Freshetta pizzas that they used to serve to us in. Um, middle school and high school, and <laughs> douse that thing in ranch dressing. Oh, buddy! Oh, nothing's better than a freshetta pizza. And then I lived off of the French bread pizza in middle school. Oh, buddy! If you you were if you wanted to spend big, you got the the freshetta pizza. But a, a regular daily pizza, big spender, the big spender, the big spender. Right, you'd get. Uh, a French bread pizza with fries and you get slushy and the slushy would change all the time, but Oh my gosh. Oh man. That I would probably die if I would have that for a lunch right now, but man, does it, it, I can taste it. It tastes so good. I remember Simba. Simba was a big fan of the French bread pizza. Whenever, whenever we were in high school back in the day, <laughs> French bread pizza, man. Oh my. I, I don't think I've had French bread pizza since high school. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had it since literally probably middle school because they only served the, they served um different style pizzas at high school. So like they had the, um the flat regular like circle, like not as big as a freshetta, but it was, it wasn't the same. 
But man, the freshetta hall, oh, buddy. Don't eat that before a football game <laughs> with the curly fries, or you will puke. I used to eat stromboli before basketball games. Oh, JoJo's of St. Michael. <laughs> uh, but the worst thing I used to hate that we used to do before games is that they used to do the spaghetti dinners. Oh, yeah. Why? Get a carb up, dude. No. It's such a terrible idea. It makes everybody slow and sluggish because they just got 17 pounds of pasta in their stomach. Got to carb up. Uh, Don't you know this is the 1980s? We got to carb up. No. Oh, I despised every time we would do a, a spaghetti dinner before a game. Oh, I hated that. What kind of what kind of tangent did we go on here now? Well, no, man, but we just did an hour on pizza. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Best frozen pizza is anything from Paul Newman. Anything from Newman's own. It's all good stuff. Yes, uh, agreed. Uh, shout out Newman's own uh, pineapple salsa. We'll put that over too while we're here. Yeah, it's, it actually is really good. Everything from Newman's own that I've ever had is excellent. Yes. Put it and it all goes to charity, so it's a good cause. Thank you, Newman. <laughs> I try to think of uh, what's... Um... I mean, obviously, you got to go with the shout out to the Celeste pizzas because they're literally like 50 cents. And when you're in a bind and you were working at a grocery store, you'd grab like four of them and just slam them in the uh, microwave. And then that would be perfect. And then you'd literally melt your face off because they got too hot in, in the microwave. Yeah, the go the go to for us when I was a kid, like when my parents were working or whatever, and I was with my grandmother was Tony's. We used to go. We used to go hard on Tony's pizza, dude. So I never had it. I don't think I've ever had a Tony's pizza. Um, what was big at my house was the Joe Corby's. We would stock up on the Joe Corby's and then you just <laughs> make your own. Dude, Joe, there is no pizza like a Joe Corby's pizza. I forgot about Joe Corby's pizzas. Whatever happened to Joe Corby? Who I don't know, but I don't know. But I think what we need to do is do a frozen pizza rumble at some point. Yeah. Dude, Joe Corby's. I forgot about Joe Corby's. I'm so hyped right now for Joe Corby's. Once you, you probably you could probably find Joe Corby and find out what the hell happened. I I'm gonna look him up right now. Get on ancestry.com and look up Joe Corby and try to figure out what's going on here. Okay, so Joe Corby's is still open. Let's see where they're located. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find the best way pizza near you so you can have a better life. They're they're located in uh in Maryland, actually. Nice. What's With, a, I know you I know you're a little bit of a Maryland guy. You see any uh any more any more uh LA night sightings in uh down your way at work. No, I didn't see no damn LA night down there. <laughs> I had no idea he's from Hagerstown. Yeah, he's from Hagerstown. You know who else is from Hagerstown? I hope the that he's so I hope that I didn't mean to cut you off, but I hope he, there, so whenever, he, when I used to work uh, downtown, but then we got moved, but there was a, on the side of a building downtown, there was a somebody's wrestling school painted on the side of the building. And I pray that that is where LA Knight trained. It's not there anymore. They tore the building down, but I pray that that's where he trained because I tried to call the number one day and I got nothing. Well, you gotta open it back up, man. Nah, <laughs> not helping other people get in the biz when I'm trying to get in the biz, brother. Another Hagerstown legend that you probably don't know about is Justin Warner. Do you know? Do you know who Chef Justin Warner is? 
No, is he better than Luigi Primo? Yes. <laughs> in, everything in, life, in everything in life, yes. Um, Justin Warner was on a bunch of the Guy, Guy uh, Fieri stuff, like the, the shows. He's on ah. there. He's on, he's on Food Network all the time. Flavortown, baby. I'm a big Flavortown guy. But uh, he's got – Warner's got a um, a ramen place in Rapid City, South Dakota, of all places. There's actually a pretty good food scene <laughs> in Rapid City, believe it or not. Um, the place is called Bokujo, Bokujo Ramen, and the ramen was unbelievable. It was it was the best ramen I've ever had. And I met that dude in the restaurant. That was last summer. So it was it was a, it was a really fun, uh, really unique uh, unique visit to Rapid City. That's for sure. You always get all kinds of stuff on your trip. Your your uh, yearly. I'm, trip. I'm all in, dude. Like I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be hitting the road and I got to go on the road for stuff, like I'm going, I'm gonna eat well and I'm gonna find awesome spots, no doubt. That is true. You make so many good stops. What is the one, the uh, the corn, the corn mall? Corn Palace. Corn Palace, yes. In Mitchell, South Dakota, the Corn Palace. I love whenever, whenever old Andretti goes speeding through, he always drives by the Corn Palace and takes a picture. And oh yeah, right, right in the right in the shadow of of, uh, of Dakota Wesleyan University, right there in, in Mitchell, South Dakota. Dude, actually. Bring this all full circle. There is a uh, there's a pizza buffet in Mitchell, South Dakota, which I'm going to look up right now. Pizza buffet. That pizza buffet was unbelievable. What the hell? Was I would the I would put over a CC's pizza, pizza Ranch. Pizza Ranch. That's pizza what it was. Ranch. What a great name. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. It was so good. I their would... fried chicken. Their fried chicken was great. They had a really good buffet. I would when, I, when I walked when I walked in there, everybody stared at me like, "Who the fuck is this guy walking in here in our, in our pizza?" <laughs> I would put over a CC's pizza, but I've only been to one one time. It actually wasn't terrible, but it, it closed shop pretty quickly. I think the only CC's that I go to because I used to go to I used to go to the one uh, one in, in in Denton, you know, back in the day. I think it was in Denton. But I always hit the one in Amarillo when I'm driving on 40. When I'm heading, when I'm heading back home and making towns, there's a CC's in uh, in Amarillo that I always stop at. Amarillo by morning. It's a good spot. Amarillo is a good town. Home of, home of Terry Funk. Yes. Double Cross Ranch. <laughs> Love the Funker. Yeah. How about that hour's worth of talk of pizza talk? Oh yeah, dude. I'm gonna tag everybody. We're good. That's we're, so gonna good. Give, we're gonna get shout outs here for everybody. <laughs> uh but what we're really here for tonight, aside from the pizza talk, is uh there was a show this past weekend. It was NXT Vengeance Day. And you know, this is the first time I admittedly on this podcast have not watched a lot of NXT for the past four years. And that's because of AEW. Uh, but I have been saying that my goal for the year was to get back into NXT. So I did watch the Go Home show. And uh, I did watch the show. So it's kind of why we're doing this. Oh, and, and you know, obviously WrestleMania weekend. And, you know, I, I want to I know about the product that's going forward here. So uh, Ooh, that's sure. kind of the reason why. So um, what were your first initial thoughts of the show? You know, I, I, uh, I've probably seen, I'm going to say three and a half months now of NXT, probably either three or three and a half months of watching it every week. Um, I thought the show overall 
was good. I liked it. I had fun. I wa- I thought everybody worked hard, you know, in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll we'll dig more into it match by match, but I think it peaked early. I really do think it peaked it peaked at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but you know, as we get into it here, I'm sure we'll talk more and more. But I was excited about it. I really was. Like, I, I was I was excited to see it. I thought the card was good. I I, I thought that the uh, the sets were unbelievable. The set was great. The all yeah. the the ring aprons, like the entrances are unreal. They mm-hmm. it was a hell of a production. And for that for that being the first time that they've been, um, they've done a show. I mean, they did the WrestleMania show last year, you know, the, the takeover during WrestleMania week. But I think other than that, that was probably the only the only time they've been out of the out of the performance center slash full sale, right? I if think, I'm not mistaken. Yep, I'm pretty sure. That's what they said. That was like the first show that they've done since WrestleMania last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I thought it was I thought they did a hell of a job with with everything. It, it looked everything looked great. It looked really oh. great. Like visually, everything looked really great. I know, I totally agree. I think that that set kind of reminded me a little bit of the uh, SummerSlam 2005 set. It was really cool. I really liked it. I really like the uh, Vengeance Day, like the vibe that they put off. I really like it. And, and, and you know, nobody does it like WWE does it. So and the production was fantastic. It was very well done. Um, but I would agree. I think it peaked early and it, it really died there in the middle. But then they kind of brought them back with the end matches. And I thought that was really, really good. I, I I would say it was really, really good. I would say it was, I'd say it was pretty middle of the road personally for me, but I'm just kind of jumping in. So I don't know any of these. I I can't really follow a lot of the storylines. I'm just trying to, you know, come into it with a fresh mind since I know that. I I try not to have too high of a bar with NXT because, you know, from, from watching through it, everybody's pretty green outside of, outside of Braun Breaker. I mean, everybody's, everybody's got stuff they got to work on. Right. But I mean, other than him, there's there's a there is a gap between him and everybody else. And look, we're going to get more into this as we go through it match by match. But um, you know, I, I have a low enough bar with NXT that I end up enjoying it because I don't have any expectations for what's going to happen. Right. So mm-hmm. going into that Vengeance Day, um, I had a low I had low expectations. I just wanted to watch a show. I just wanted to have a, have a good a good Saturday and watch a show and have a couple drinks while I was doing it and just enjoy it and not yell at my TV because everything's stupid, you know, and, and look, it's not, it's not the greatest product in the world. That's for sure. But um, they've got a lot of work to do there and they've got, a, they've got a lot of really good talent and a lot of people that have a lot of work to do. But um, I, I just with low expectations, I really, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. I would say the same. I had no expectation of what I was going to see other than that. I was really excited to see Carmelo Hayes match. I was really excited to see a, a Braun Breaker match. And I just admittedly, I've just never, I just didn't care enough to want to see them. And, you know, you always hear all good things about Carmelo Hayes. You hear all great things about Braun Breaker. And I thought that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit here, but I, I thought it for my expectation, I didn't really have an expectation, but I think it, it, it met my expectation of, you know, it was a, it, there was some dead spots that I clearly skipped and didn't power through any of that, but. Um, I thought that what what I did watch, I enjoyed and it was fun. And that's what I'm looking for when I'm watching a show. So, uh, but like we said, this, uh, the first match was the uh, North American championship match between uh, Wesley and Dijak. And this was the, the height of the show. Like the crowd was literally melting for them. It was like a 2015 
2017 style crowd like in match like the near falls the the um just the the moves and the um physicality in it 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 was really it was a really good match by far the best match i personally think on the show that's my match of the night i'm just going to get it out early um i thought it was fantastic and i i loved everything about this match it was fantastic what you um, think what, yeah one one thing i wanted to say that i forgot um i thought booker t was a lot better at, at the show um for the, the last couple episodes of of nxt during the weekly show I kind of, and look, I, I love Booker T. I have a Harlem Heat shirt. I absolutely love Booker T, everything he's ever done. But um, I don't know if he's the most enthusiastic guy in the world to, for the job that he has at this point, if he's really enjoying what he's doing. But I thought he was really good at Vengeance Day. And it, and it felt like the energy, his energy was good. He wanted to be there. So mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. He was Booker T, the, the Booker T that I like was there. But um vic joseph takes me out of it when he with, with the way he calls matches i'm not a huge fan of how he does the stuff that he does but from the match itself um definitely the best match on the card you know the best match of the night i thought it got a little cute with with the, the with the uh the the pinfalls there towards the end of the match i i just think there was too many but other than that man i thought that the match tore the house down everybody was loud as hell that crowd was super hot, you know, for that for that match. I mean, they, those guys were awesome. And look, I mean, dude, Dijak's so good, man. He's he's so good in the ring, dude. I, I love that. I love that guy. So I loved him in ROH, you know. But um, it look, um, you know, Wesley is going to be a belt holder on the main roster at some point. You know, the guy's super athletic. He's strong as shit for being a, being a guy who's not very big. He's really strong. So I thought I thought that they did a hell of a job, man. That was a great match. It was, and if you would have watched the Go Home Show, which I know you did, but um, for the listeners, if you watch that Go Home Show of NXT, the segment that these two had was dog shit. It was awful. Clearly, if these guys, like, Dijak is so good in the ring. He is so good. He, like, made Keith Lee look like a bajillion dollars and we see what yeah. Keith Lee's done without Dijak and it's not that impressive and but Dijak can't talk he comes out and he talks like this and it's very boring and I, I just I don't get it I don't get what they're doing I don't get I don't get his gimmick but he's a damn good wrestler he has damn good matches I'm here for it and Wesley was too cheesy corny baby face like just be authentic and he he acted like he was trying to put the skin on of somebody else and play that on NXT. That's how I felt. Um, but, you know, obviously it's developmental and, you know, that's the whole reason they're there is to get better on the mic and stuff like that because clearly they got it in ring. They just got to put the, put the whole package together. So I think once, I, and I totally agree with you, is that Wesley will be a belt holder now he's not going to be like a world title. I don't know. We don't know about that, but he he can be an intercontinental champion at some point. I would assume he can be a tag title because he was a part. Well, he was a part of MSK, so yes. or the the Rascals. So, um, I I wouldn't see why not. Because this guy's kind of the limit for that guy. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think he's really good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that that we've already mentioned both of us that that's the match of the night and then this is where this is where the <laughs> this is where the card took a dive for me so 
the next match was the NXT Women's Championship between uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter, who were the champions, uh, versus Fallon Henley and Kiana James. And uh, admittedly, I thought Fallon Henley was like two people. I thought it was Fall and like and Henley was the other <laughs> I had no idea that Fallon Henley was just one person. I had no idea. And so I was like, I was so confused whenever they announced, like, here comes Fallon Hen- Henley. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to see, like, the, who, who these two people are. And, like, my brain can't process that that's not, like, two people. It's driving me nuts. She was on She was on AEW. I don't know if you remember seeing her, but she, her name is Tesha Price in AEW. She She's okay. She's fine. What kind of name is Fallon Henley? Dude, it's NXT. They get people all kind of crazy shit. Ah, uh, that name sucks. Yeah, they've they've been on a roll with bad names for the last couple of years. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, but I, I mean, K- Katana Chance or Casey Cantanzaro is how I I I can't I can't see her. I can't call her Katana Chance, even though I'm not calling her. Bad. I'm not calling her Katana Chance. Cantanzaro <laughs> well, is she's awesome. Yeah. She's gotten so much better since the, since the last time I saw her. I really like her. But this match it was kind of whatever. I it didn't feel like it felt like that was a total swerve there with Fallon Henley winning the t- winning, the, winning the titles, but wasn't something that I was overly thrilled about. Whenever they were out next, right after you know that display that Dijak and Wesley put on. Well, yeah, another another woman who's gotten a lot better since she came there is Kiana James. I mean, every every time I see her in a ring, I think she gets better and better. I, I think. You know she's got a really high ceiling, man. You know she's got a she's got a great look, and in that that gimmick is a little weird, <laughs> with this kind of like, you know, IRS kind of you know, uh, um, what was what was uh, Marlena's name in um, WCW? Oh, oh God, I can't think. I can't remember. Alexander York, Alexander York. <laughs> so yeah. you know she's got this kind of like Alexander York, but works in the ring. You know, gimmick that that is. I mean, I don't know where we're going with it. Like I, I, the whole thing with me with that match was like, I, look, I I'm not an idiot. I, you know, I've been watching wrestling for 40 years, man, and, and I, I I'm not stupid. I know that the belts aren't real. <laughs> I know that I know that they use the belts to advance storylines, and I'm not a, a complete moron here. But at the same time, like you know you keep pushing it that cat and zero and, and uh caden carter were the longest women longest reigning women's champ and they got beat they got they got upset I, I understand there's upsets in sports i completely get it but you put the belts on people who are extremely green who don't really know what they're doing yet um and it kind of diminishes the tag belts a little bit because the, the the scary thing for me is um i don't know where we're going with this because if if we're if we're building this storyline, because we've invested months and months now with this Fallon Henley, Kiana James, you know, fake smoking guns, my dad's bar storyline that I don't really care at all about. I right. mean, is the goal here to eventually split them up and have the match at takeover or a year from now at a takeover where it's Fallon Henley versus Kiana James? I mean, look, man, I I like both of them. I'm sure they're really nice people and they're gonna be and they're good prospects. I don't give a shit about seeing that match. Yeah. Who the hell wants to see that match? Is that what we're building towards? I mean, what are we doing? I hope not. I, I just didn't care enough. Like, just looking at them, they just look like a bunch of goons, like geeks or goobers. Like, they didn't, I didn't feel like they were a real threat. And I totally understand that whole 
aspect of getting upset. I totally understand that. That's a real sports thing that happens all the time. But it was like, uh, I don't know, what's the best way to describe it? It was like the Mariners beating like the Astros, like in the World Series or something like that. Like, and I'm talking like the the like the really bad Mariners from a couple years ago. Like, I, I don't know. Like it just it didn't feel right, and they just seemed like total jobbers and whatever these two goons are that are that are with them is it like from what i was listening on alvarez like he said like the one dude's a virgin that's like getting friend zone but like the one girl doesn't want to tell him like what 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 is it like i was so too much they're just doing too much man they're just doing too- and look i i, I like cat and zero and in and, and carter i really do but you know they're not they're not great either so, so like you know for them for them to be the i mean they're good but they're not they've got they've come a long way i'll tell you that much since i was watching nxt years ago but um they're not they're not they're not ready for the main roster or anything you know those two but um i, I don't i don't know where we go with either of those tag teams moving forward and it's just it's just kind of like a dead spot right now with with that from from my standpoint you know being on the outside looking in it, it just it just feels like something that that I'm a little worried about where we're headed with that. Yeah, because I'm I was not interested in this match at all. I powered through it, uh, but and then seeing how that like they, um, that Cantanzaro and James didn't retain, I was just like, oh, like, uh, okay, let's move on to the next match. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I just want to forget I that I watched that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, again, man, like like I said, I, I just I don't know where we're, I don't know where we're going with either one of those tag teams. And if, if it's the, if it's to build towards Fallon Henley and Keanu James down the road and splitting them up and having them fight. I mean, I don't know what the hell we're doing there either. That kind I don't of, know. I mean, we all know that that's the WWE style of booking. Like they only put people together to break them up and yeah. which I totally understand that. But I don't know. This doesn't they, these two aren't doing it for me. Look, I don't want to see Cat and Zero versus Caden Carter either. Not yet. No, not yet. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, moving. I mean that that was pretty much my my least my least liked match. Yes. Definitely the bottom match of the night. So we went from the best match of the night to the bottom match of the night, and then we come in with the next match was the two out of three falls Apollo Cruz versus Carmelo Hayes, and I was really excited for this match because. I already know that Apollo Cruz, who was Uha Nation, you know, he, he on the Indies, like that guy can go. And I heard all these great things about Carmelo Hayes, about like he's like the next guy and that he's awesome. And I was ready. To, I was excited to see this. And that presentation that they put on him in that entrance was a one. Like it was fantastic. Um, they really made him feel like he was special and that this was going to be like a really big moment. And then uh, they brought out Apollo Crews and they, I was really surprised because that's not the WWE way to do a two out of three falls match. And then you have a guy win two straight falls. Um, that, I, that was really unexpected. And, you know, yeah, Hayes dominated the match, I guess. So then like, like in real sport, like that would, I, I guess I'm taking this back to like what real sport would be real sport. Like, yeah, that happens all the time in a best of three series. Like well, the one guy is clearly better than the other on that night. And then they, they win two nothing. And 
like I felt like that was a real that I understand that aspect of it. Um, I yeah, would have still there's still sweeps in baseball, you know, with with experience. Yeah, and I and I'm I'm cool with it. I just probably I don't know. I I just it for some reason it felt a little rushed. I don't know. Like I felt like that first fall kind of came out of nowhere. And then it was like, okay, so we're so Hayes is up one, and then I don't know. It just felt it felt rushed. I don't know why, but it, to me, it felt rushed. Um, hey, I mean Hayes is Hayes is a star. He's a future star. Um, he might be the guy to beat Breaker with for the belt. He really might be. Um, they're they're really presenting him as though he's a he's a really big future superstar, and I think they're right about that, of course. Mm-hmm. But. Um, you know, I, I heard some other people talking about that, talking about this match. And, and I, I, you know, I kind of felt the same way about it, too, was, you know, if he's going to be the next man up, um, giving him essentially two wins over an established main roster star is pretty smart. But that doesn't mean I liked it, kind of. It still kind of it still kind of gave me like a weird, a weird, uh, a weird feeling. But look, man, Apollo Cruz is so good. And, and you talk about somebody who's come a long way since they got there, man, he came in when he came in NXT. I mean, he, he couldn't, he couldn't speak a lick and now he's okay. Now he's okay. And he works his ass off. I mean, mm-hmm. that guy's super talented, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, his, his job, his job in NXT is to help the younger guys, you know, and to make those guys look like they're really good. And I think I, I felt like he did a good job of that with Hayes. I actually thought that the match went too long. I, I can't, I felt like they took me out of it a little bit there in the middle. And I, and I just kind of lost interest. Um, and I kept looking up at the screen that was playing on my phone, looking up the screen, and the match was still going on. And I was kind of like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, let's let's go. Let's move this thing along here a little bit. Well, it was 23 minutes, but I think that what it the first fall felt so rushed. And I don't know if they had missed a spot or not, but then it just I I don't know. Like if then it so yes, it, it did feel rushed in the beginning, but then it did feel like it, it went it did go a little long. I was almost like, damn, we gotta get out of here soon. But um I think in terms of the rush part where I felt it, it was definitely around that first fall, which wasn't too far into it. I don't think maybe 10 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, clearly there, I mean, yeah, Carmelo Hayes is absolutely a star. He is going to be a big time player. He, I absolutely believe he's going to be the guy to take the belt off breaker and who knows if breaker shows up that WrestleMania after all um, could be, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would say out of anybody, on NXT right now, he might be the most ready to take. Oh, the- I think there's no, I think there's no question. That he's the most ready. He's the most ready, and they and they absolutely want him there too. I think that plays a bigger role in it too. I don't well, know. Let's, that- make, let's make sure we've got a we've got a spot, that, and we're not going to throw him into the wind. You know, because right. I mean that that is a that is a big time prospect that you want to come in and make a splash with him right away Correct. on the main roster. So don't don't pull him up and carry and cross him. You know, where you pull the guy up and you put him in a fucking gladiator outfit. Yeah. And you kill his career, you know. I mean, we can yeah. talk about that all night with him, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think that's that's going to happen with with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. But um, I, I, I want to make sure that if, if we're going to pull them up, let's be smart, you know. And if he loses, if he loses that belt on Saturday morning at, at Takeover, um, and then you know shows up at Mania the next day or even later that night, that same night, and, and does something and attacks Seth Rollins or whoever the hell it is. Then I'm all into it because I, th- I I I think that he is unquestionably ready to move up at this point. Yes, uh, and we'll get to the breaker match here at the end. But uh, before we do that, they had the uh, NXT 
uh, men's tag team championship with the uh, champions of uh, New Day versus Chase U versus Gallus and Pretty Deadly, which you uh, are a huge Pretty Deadly guy. You love Pretty Deadly. Uh, this is my first time seeing them. I'm all in. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, I, I actually weirdly liked Chase U a little bit. Um, not... I didn't I didn't hate Gallus. I just didn't I didn't get like I don't know. I didn't get an over the top reaction to them. And then obviously like we all know who the New Day is. Like they're very well established and we love the New Day and they rock and all that. But um this was a pretty high octane little setup that they did. But what did you think of this match? I mean, I, I liked all I like all four teams. And I'm I'm a I'm a little biased because I followed NXT UK for a long time and I saw, I saw a Gallus and I saw pretty deadly over there. And I knew I, I loved them right away, dude, whenever I saw those guys. So, you know, I had, a I got a little bit of bias with, 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 um, with them coming in because I already knew who, who they were, you know, without, with you, with you being just like a, you know, a, a new, a new person watching them for the first time. Right. I kind of understand, you know, why people were a little bit like, you know, how the hell did Gallus win this match? But they're, they're awesome. They're really great. Um, but, um, you know, the pretty deadly is fantastic. Of course, the new day is really good, you know, of course. And, and I thought, um, I don't know, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Whichever way they decided to go with the ending of that match, I was good with, I did not think that they were going to flip the belts from the new day already. Um, but man, that crowd was hot for chase. You dude, mm-hmm. they were really, hot. I don't know why I, I would have probably gone with them in, in front of, in front of, uh, um, the, the one guy's hometown crowd. You know, I, I would have probably, I would have probably popped everybody and gave them the belts instead of instead of Gallus. But I love Gallus. I always have, and I probably always will. They're they're really good together, and they're you know big, strong guys that are that are, that are physical. And I, you know, I love that in wrestling. I want to see more of that. You know, so um, yeah, I was I was good with whoever won the match. The match was good. I thought it was energy the whole time. Every team was super talented, so I was I was good with whoever went. But you know, Gallus being champs. Um, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm very good with that. And they're, they're Mark, Mark Coffey's brother, Joe Coffey was, uh, like in the main event of a couple of the NXT UK, um, premium live events. Um, and he's super good, super talented. He can talk really well. He's not the, he's not the tallest guy in the world, but he's really thick and he's really strong. I don't know if he's injured or where he's been, but, um, Joe Coffey's awesome. So they're having the three of them together which I'm sure is going to happen soon. You know, the coffee brothers and Wolfgang, um, I think is going to be awesome to see those guys run wild in, in NXT for a while. The Joe coffee name. I've heard him before. I've heard of him before, but I've never, I don't think I've ever seen, I probably have seen a match or two, but I just, it's something that, but, but that name seems really familiar to me. Um, I would have probably, I would have probably went with Chase Hugh if, if it was been, if it would have been me making the decision, I probably would have went with them. But I'm I, like I said, man, I was good with whoever won that match. Yeah, and the crowd was the you were right, the crowd was so hot for Chase U the whole time. I really liked I like that was the first time I had saw Chase U like like in, in a show environment. Cause I mean I saw them on NXT in the Go Home show. And then this was the first match I really saw them. And while as an outsider looking in, I thought they were hokey bullshit, but I really liked them when I watched the show. I was all in on it. And uh but yeah, I really liked them. Um, and then I really like the, I really like pretty deadly. They're so, they were awesome. Like you were a hundred percent right about how awesome that pretty deadly is. Yeah. They're, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. Those guys, 
if they keep them going, like they could really be something really cool on the main roster. I, I would think they're they're probably pretty close to getting yanked up too at some point here pretty soon. They might they'll probably keep them around maybe for maybe for takeover for this next show, you know, somewhere in like the three to six month neighborhood, maybe sooner than that before they pull them up. But those guys are ready to get, they're ready to get pulled up. I was going to say, that's probably why they didn't probably win the belts was because they probably didn't need to. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I like that match. That's probably my, that was definitely if we're ranking them, uh, you know, I still got Wesley at the top and then, uh, I'll put the I'll put this match above the Hayes match, and then obviously the women the women's tag. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you on all of that. Um, but yeah, and then the uh, next match was the uh, the three way for the women's title with uh, Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, and J.C. Jane. And I don't I. I like the, the they the obviously the post like the the post NXT um angle with um fatal attraction is that what the fatal attraction is that what or what is their toxic toxic attraction toxic attraction um that whole angle of them breaking up well you know on, on NXT after the show uh I, that was cool and you know good lord that boot that Gigi took was absolutely disgusting um but you know roxy is awesome and you know she's she's awesome and it's gonna be i don't really know i i'm gonna be honest i I don't really remember the match right now i'm literally drawing a blank on everything that happened in that match i just remember that toxic attraction like teamed up against her and then they ended up doing stuff to each other and then you know roxanne took a took advantage of it but um but yeah, I, I just, what did you think of this match? Um, Roxanne Perez is fantastic. I mean, she's, she's a future superstar, you know, probably WWE women's champ um, on the, on the main roster at some point. Um, she's really great, man. And she's, she's so just, everybody likes her and she, she seems like she's so personable, you know, to, to the fans and everything. So I think she'll be a, she'll be a future star for, for sure. Um, so that was the right call, you know, making her, making her the women's champ was the right call. Um, toxic attraction, man, you know, I, I do like Gigi Dolan. I think she's got a, a higher ceiling than JC Jane. I, I don't know. I'm a little worried about JC Jane, um, from a, from a, a prospect standpoint, I, I think Dolan is better and is a better prospect than, than she is. Um, I, I can't really put my finger on exactly why that is yet, but, um, you know, it was it, it was fine for what it was. I like the idea about them being friends and breaking up and fighting in the you know during the match and you know going back and forth and all that stuff. So I'm I'm good with all that. the The outcome of the match was the right call um, about who won, but I mean it was it didn't it didn't really move the needle for me either way. That match it was yeah. okay. That's what I thought. I thought it was okay, and I like I like I literally am drawing a total blank on that match right now. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I I I just. I think I was so ready for the main event to just hurry up and get here. And that's why I can't like, I just kind of zoned out for a little bit. Um, they've, they've got, they've got some women's talent in NXT right now that is not really quite there yet. Other than, other than Kaylee Ray, uh, who's now Alba fire or whatever the hell they're calling her now, other than her, there's not really anybody um, that is, that is really 
a veteran strongly positioned that could probably be the champ at this point, but they've got a lot of people who are pretty green, but there's good prospects. There's definitely good prospects in that women's division. They're just, they're just not there yet. Yeah. I th- I'm, I'm, I remember you saying that like they got a lot of prospects and they're, they're kind of getting there. They just need to, it's, it's almost like the beginnings of that. Um, I wouldn't say it's the beginnings of the four horsewomen or anything like that, but you know, they, they got a lot of green people that they got to work to, to get them over the hump. But when they do, like, it's going to be, that's kind of always been the issue with NXT and, 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 and rightfully so like, it's a good issue to have is that they can take their time. They can build their stars. They can, it's almost like they do them in really big waves. Like they'll get really, uh, at least in the old NXT is that they would get really big waves of talent that were super ready. And then they would have those, amazing amazing shows that were way better than the um than the the main card but or the main roster and then 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 they would all go up and then nxt would have to rebuild up again and then they'd go up and then so i feel like we're kind of in the in the we're not fully letting everyone go yet but we're we're still building no, they've got a girl they've got a woman down there um i don't know if i i, I, ha- I didn't see the show from tuesday night yet i always watch I always watch NXT on, th- on Thursday nights um, when it, you know, just for whatever reason I, I wait, but um, I haven't seen this week's show yet. I'm going to watch it tonight, but there's a, there's a woman down there named Tiffany Stratton. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know who she is. Yeah. She looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Her, her entrance is one of the best in wrestling right now, dude. She just, when it, when it all comes together for that girl, if it, if it all comes together the way that it should, that is a future world champion right there. I mean, she just looks, her presentation, the way that she looks, how they're already presenting her is like, she's going to be, she's going to be something special. Yeah. Did, is she not in a story? Is she hurt or not in a storyline or anything? She just came back. I think she was hurt. So she just came back a couple of weeks ago, but she, she's, she wasn't in a feud with anybody. In okay. particular. I was going to say, cause I've seen her before, like on Instagram and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, like that looks like a star. Yeah. She looks like she belongs. And um, but yeah, I th- look, Kiana James is going to get there, man. Kiana James, I think is, is got a really high ceiling too. And she's going to be really good. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, but for me, I was just so ready to get the main event. Cause I love a good cage match. I love steel cage matches. They're awesome. Um, and obviously a blood feud with Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller who, uh, Grayson Waller shout out. He won the uh, men's prosper. He won the men's prospect, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh shout out Grayson Waller. And I thought he I thought that this match was really, really good. Not as good as the opener. Um Waller's gear sucks. I hate his gear. The um I just thought that it was so good. Man, Braun Breaker is so awesome. He is literally uh just Scott and Rick just melded together into one just man of meat. And he, he, he might be, he might be better than both of them already. Yes. Now, I, I know, man, it's, it's hard to say that because when you go back and watch that early stuff um, with Rick, especially, obviously it's his dad and they, they're very similar, you know, very similar build and look and everything. But um, you know, when, when Rick was a young, a young pup and in, in, in coming up his early matches, when he, when he was like a rookie were awesome. He he was kind of he was going to be the next big thing, you know, with yeah. uh, in wrestling. But um, 
you know, then he ended up, you know, teaming up with his brother and, and, and whatnot. But he's – Breaker might be better than his dad. And he might be better than his uncle already, man. And, that, that, I mean, that's really that's really saying something. Because the Steiner brothers are probably – they're arguably the second or third best tag team in the history of the world, you know. So, I think – man, I, I really hope they don't screw him up, man. I, I, I don't want to – I don't want them to pull him up until it's time to throw him into a, a really good feud – uh-huh. somebody who's going to make him look like a like a million bucks whether that whether that's Seth Rollins or whoever the hell it's going to be I'm really I'm really hopeful that they're going to pull him up and it's going to make an immediate impact yeah I really 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 like you do not pull this fucking guy up and put him in a tag team with Otis yes please for the love of god don't do that make bring him up it would be really cool if they brought him up if like they did with uh Kevin Owens like right. bring him in with a big star for a title and just like let him let him just get the shine. And, and you know, you know what's crazy too about that bag is that for a long time there, everybody who was NXT champ that they pulled up, they just buried. Yes. And and they couldn't do it. It got so bad that they couldn't even mention on, on WWE TV that this guy is a former NXT champion because it made the whole brand look like shit because they buried the guy. And if they buried this guy and then that guy was your champ, then obviously the whole promotion sucks. Yep. I know. It's so frustrating. Oh, they killed most of those NXT champions dead and they would be in like, uh, I'm so glad Vince is out, man. I hope Vince does not get near this book and ever again, like just let triple H have it because triple H, those are his guys. Yeah. And it's very clear now, like he's going to start putting people into place and um, he's pretty, he brought people back and yes, Braun Breaker, fide star. I would I, say, I do, I do think that even if Vince was still there, Breaker's still going to be a, a WWE star. I, re- I, I, I do think that. Yeah, no, agree. He just has the look and I don't know if so personally for me, I don't know if I would take him to the main roster with the early 90s Steiner uh singlet look. Oh, I don't I love it. Dude. I, love, I, it. I, I love it. I love it too, but I feel like if he maybe you start him with that and then like if he wants to get a little more edgy or he does a heel turn or something cuz there everybody inevitably does a heel turn in WWE. Um I don't know I don't know what that might look like. It, I want I just want him to look like a I mean he looks like a badass but like um I guess I'm trying to think of like making him an over-the-top badass. I don't so, know if it's like adding a leather jacket with the with the dog collar. Does that help? Yeah, I don't know. But I think, you know, fantasy booking that guy, what I would like to see is him come up to the main roster and be like, you know what, man? I I I didn't want to use the Steiner name because I wanted to create my own path for myself, and now I've done that. Yeah. And I'm going to get rid of Breaker and I'm Braun Steiner. Please. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be a really good story to tell, too. Man, I love that. I, I really like Braun. He is so good. So- he might, you know, I, I texted you guys the other night in the group chat. And I and I was just, you know, kind of going. Because I was watching that. Um, I was watching the uh, Osprey. Who did Will Osprey wrestle? Uh, tai Chi. The, the the Osprey Tai Chi match from last weekend, mm-hmm. dude, unbelievable, unbelievable match. Tai, that was the best I've ever seen Tai Chi. That guy is going to get a belt. He looked awesome. He's in there with Osprey. I think Osprey is the best in the world right now. I really do. But when I when I was thinking about that, and I know I, I texted you guys in the, in the chat and said like, 
who I thought were my top five in the world right now. Dude, mm-hmm. I think Braun Breaker's number two. I really do. I think Breaker's number two in the world. Really? I would go, I would go Osprey and then Breaker's number two. And, the, and look, let, let me explain that a little bit because I didn't take into consideration people that don't work all the time. Or people like Cody that just came back, right? Who who've been kind of out of it for a long time. So I didn't really include like MJF in that because you know he doesn't wrestle every week. So of the people who are really active on shows, basically every week or or at least every month and doing a lot in a ring, I think Breaker's number two in the world. I really do. Man, over Reigns, dude. That guy's a. I mean, he doesn't wrestle that much. Oh yeah. So I mean, he's he's on TV a lot, but he doesn't really have matches, not too much. So I kind of I kind of just wanted to look at guys that were working a lot. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess because yeah, Reigns does not work a lot. But yeah, wow, that's actually a really crazy little uh little tidbit you gave us there. I, dude, I'm, he's he's really good. He is really good. He is as advertised, is what I would say, as somebody who is an outsider coming in, uh, is as advertised. I love Will Ospreay. We'll be seeing him potentially twice or more uh, for WrestleMania week. I'm really excited to see Will Ospreay uh, in live and in person. Um, and we're going to be super close like in, in all of our seating for that, too. So, um, But yeah, I thought that this match was fantastic. My second favorite match of the night was this cage match. Um, the post-match stuff with Waller running in on Sean was okay. Uh, but I love, I'm I'm 1,000% in on Braun Breaker. Yeah. And look, there's other names. I, look, I, look, I'm just throwing names out and doing my own, you know, my own thing off the top of my head. But other names that should be included in, in a top five. Obviously, Moxley, Gunther, Takeshita. Danielson. I mean, those are all guys that kind of fit that same criteria that I was going for where, you know, people that work every week and, and kind of are on TV and matches very frequently. Yeah. Breakers. I think breakers as good as every is as good as anybody right now, man. Hmm. The only problem is that you just got to keep the momentum going when you, if, when you do bring them up. Yeah. Which they've historically have done a very poor job. Right. Who's somebody that they brought up that they've kept like that, that has done so well? Um, other than Reigns, like well, but Reigns wasn't early, champ. He's he wasn't champ. No, he was never champ. I mean, what about I mean maybe Rollins or Owens? I would say probably Owens, but they didn't do much for with him for a long time. Yeah, that is true. Um, well, I mean, who were the who were the most recent champs? Andrade, Aleister Black, Drew. Um, Samoa Joe got buried. Yeah, I mean, they, they put him in that in that fucking Great Balls of Fire match with Lesnar, and it killed him dead. Yeah, um, Cole Fowler, Fowler was there. Nakamura, AJ Styles. Um, I mean Styles, I guess, has always been kind of showcased as a prominent guy. Yeah, sucks he got hurt though, and he might not be a mania. Yeah, that's a shame. That was really funny that you were like, where are the, you came into the chat. I was like, where the hell was Styles in the rumble? And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, where was, where's Nakamura? Nakamura? I mean, is he hurt? I mean, I haven't seen him. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen him. I feel like I haven't seen him in forever. I haven't seen him since like Pat left because yeah. he was interested about Pat. You talk about a heinous act. Look at how hot Bobby Roode was in NXT, dude. Oh, they pulled, they pulled him up and killed him dead. Yes. Literally murdered his career live on television. 
you know what and also what sucks too is like Ziggler did a really good job in that Braun Breaker feud and did a really good job as champ. And then they brought him up to the main roster and killed him again. Yep. I forgot that uh old Ziggy boy was uh was champ. Man, I love Ziggler. I love Ziggler. I wanted Ziggler so bad there a couple of what was that WrestleMania? Uh, I think it was like around 30 and 31 where like he was just coming out every single night and having these awesome matches and like they just never ever put him over the top and it was so eating. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I mean they they that's another guy that they could have ran ran wild with him as as the face of the company and just didn't do it. That guy has never had a bad match in his life. No. Also, a very funny story about him is the fact that <laughs> He left the WrestleMania 28 after party to go bang Sonny. I mean, <laughs> I can't blame him for that, I guess. Hopefully he didn't, hopefully he didn't let her drive his car. There's <laughs> a hot take for you. It was, uh, I just, I could, I think, I can't remember who told that story. It was on a podcast, but I died laughing at the fact that he was at the WrestleMania after party and he just dipped for Sonny. I mean, there's a lot of people that have sunny days, have had sunny days in their life, but I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing to say about her other than she was fantastic and with the smoking guns, with the body Donna's and everything. And one of the most beautiful women in the world, I think for it, it, at that time. And I don't know where her brain, she, her brain left her fucking head, man. I don't know what the hell happened. At one point she was the most, googled searched human on the planet for like what was it 97 crazy it's crazy to think that it is insane like over everybody else sunny was the most googled person on the internet it's insane to think about she was awesome she was a hell of a talent man for for what she was she really was man how did we get on the sunny talk now you don't want to brought it up <laughs> no you know but taking it back to ziggler like his brother's good Fake, fake Ziggler in AEW. I don't even know the dude's name, but he's his matches are pretty good. He's gotten a lot better. I, I, I actually, I actually like him now. I just know he's a Hollywood hunk. Is it Ryan? Maybe. I always call him Fake Ziggler. I don't know. I don't know what his name. Is. I mean, he's Fake Ziggler. I mean, I just call it what it is. He's Fake Ziggler. Um, yeah. I think it is Ryan. All that stuff that he did on BTE, I thought it was absolute ass. So I just skipped all of it, and then I was just like, I really don't need to see this guy. I wish they did go further with the uh, with that group with JD Drake and Peter Avalon and Caesar Boner Boy, and I wish they would have done something different, like the Hot Boy Summer. I wish they would have done that, but they didn't really do it. Well, I mean, it's, it's a shame, dude. It really is a shame because there's I like all those guys. I right. like all those guys in that in that in that goofball faction. I like every one of them. Yeah. I, man, anyway. I, don't even get me started on AEW. We, we'll, we, don't need, we don't even need to get into it because we're, we'll be here bitching all night. I want to talk about that for a second. Everything you said earlier about, about Dynamite last night was spot on. Everything in the ring was great. The other stuff, not so good. I don't ever want to see Paige again. No. That, uh, what the hell was that? Why are they trying to do an NXT remake? Or uh, not an NXT. Why are they trying to do an NWO recreation? How many times has that been done? No one does it better than the outsiders did. Quit fucking doing it. Oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hot here. You get you're you're going into I eighty one heat, I eighty one baker when when you're driving home and calling me and bitching about the traffic. 
this such bullshit. Why are we doing that? No one needs a spray paint with an L. Like, no. What are we in? Mean Girls? How like, bad was Le- how bad was Leva Bates? How bad was Leva Bates in that segment? Dude? Oh shit, she sucks. She's so bad. I, I get the fact that Leva is really good at booking people to make their towns and all that. Let her do that. Don't bring her on TV anymore. She's the shits. I'm sorry. They probably pay her. They're probably paying her more money if she has a TV appearance. That could be it. And they were throwing her a bone to get her ass kicked and just get a paycheck. Look, I'm okay with that. But if you're going to be in that spot, you got to make it look believable. And she looked like complete shit. She looked so out of place during the headlights that I could have acted better in that case. Yeah. It was so bad. And then the whole thing that, you know, we're, we're not here to make friends. We're here to take over. Stop stealing from Kevin Nash. Stop. Just stop doing it. There's no need for that horse shit. No I don't know where they're. I don't know where they're going with Soraya, but wherever they're going, it ain't, it ain't working. It's so get, it's going to be a painful death. I guarantee you that. Give me the pay per view match and let's get this over with because I don't want to see her ever again. Ted, Tony Tony Storm is a heel. She's really good as a heel. I don't I don't really like her as a face, but as a heel, she's awesome. But I I don't need to see Soraya ever again, man. What a dud. Absolute dud. I I don't care. I don't need to see there. There better be a big damn payoff. If you're going to do, if you're going to do an NWO thing, there better be a big payoff like Hogan. It better not be no damn Naomi or something. Who, who's it going to be? Miss Elizabeth? I mean, who the hell are they? Who are they bringing in? There's Hogan. There's nobody. It has to be Banks, I guess. It's the only person available unless they bring in. Dud. I know. With, that, with that. I mean, like, uh. I don't. Here's what I'll say about Dynamite last night. I am so lost. What are we doing? I don't understand anything that's happening. And I can't be the only one because I saw Alvarez tweet out earlier. He's like, what's up with everyone that doesn't understand what's going on in AEW right now, storyline-wise? I can't follow what's going on. They got to put – they got to go with the hot hand, man, because Orange Cassidy does not need a belt. Put that belt on Takeshita and let people cheer for him. How about we just burn that belt? We don't I mean, need that you do that too. I'm good with that too. We don't, there's too many damn belts. Uh, what what was up with MJF almost going on a Katie Vick storyline last night? Dude, that was went on way too long and way too awkward. And I'm getting real concerned about MJF because you know what happens is if eventually these guys just become cartoon, they become cartoons of themselves. And I'm I'm concerned that he's already treading into Ric Flair territory being a cartoon. I I'm lost and I'm not even excited for revolution, which revolution is usually the best pay-per-view of the year. I don't know, man. They better be calling Phil. That's all I got to say. I mean, look, MJF and, in uh, and Danielson are going to have a great match. The, yes. dude, the, the matches are going to be good. The, in, the in-ring stuff with the pay-per-views every time is fantastic. So I'm not, I'm not concerned with that, but you know, I want this women's main girls thing to end a, a quick death. I I get the whole point of doing the mean girls thing, but don't make it a fucking NWO ripoff. That's yeah. bullshit. Lazy booking. That's fucking lazy. Like, what is that? Everyone knew that they were doing NWO and it was horseshit. I got so pissed off that I turned, I turned it off after that. I, I didn't watch it. I was shoot hot after that because there's, yeah, there's, no there's no need for it. I get it. 
I the, in this calendar year of 2023, I've turned off Dynamite more times than I have turned off. I never turned off Dynamite. I would always watch Dynamite religiously from start to finish. I've turned off Dynamite three times already this year to the point where I'm like, I don't care. Like, what are we doing? I don't yeah. understand what they're doing anymore. And yeah, the last two weeks haven't been great. The the in-ring stuff I thought was good, but the the uh I don't know. I'm a storyline wise, we're we're getting off the rails here a little bit. The storylines are dog shit. I mean, that's the only thing that's that's so weird about AEW is that they're so good at the in-ring stuff that the storylines that they're doing just are so hokey and stupid. You know what sucks too, man, is that you know they've they've scaled back the ring of honor stuff on dynamite and Hurt. oddly enough like i kind of miss seeing willow nightingale they need to put her back on tv at least she's fucking fun to watch put I, her put her in that group with with uh brit baker and hater and let let her be the third person to take on uh saray and tony storm and whoever the hell this third person is going to be here's what i'll say uh, aside from, I, I just, I just hate the women's division. I just, I despise it. I think that it's turn off, it's turn off television for me. I don't. And it's not because, it's, and that's not because you don't like women's wrestling. It's because it's just presented really badly right now. Presented so badly, it's always put in a dead spot. But the MJF storyline of everyone has to jump through fifteen hoops. It's over, done. We get it. We get that you don't want to, you don't want to wrestle. You only want to wrestle on big cards. We, we, I get that, but how many? The, I there's this happens in every big feud. He made Cody do it. He made Wardlow do it. Now he's making fucking Danielson do it. He made did he make Punk do it too? I don't know. It's every single storyline's the same thing. Do something different. Like it's not. I, yeah, I don't want to vote early because I know that match is going to be really good with him and Danielson. But that's the problem is that I know that the match is going to feel... be a fucking banger. It's this doesn't good match. his his title reign doesn't feel like it's going great. That's the problem when they start to get like some sort of a baby face as a he's not even a baby face. He's a shitbag heel, but fans we want to see him and it's almost like that title is a kiss of death. Yeah. At least for the last couple of years, as soon as that person gets the title something bad happens. I'm just waiting on CM Punk to come back. I don't care what Dave says. You can't tell me that he's not coming back. Well, they probably need him back at this point. They desperately need him back. And they've got FTR. FTR's out on leave, right? They've got and they've got no yeah, Punk coming. I mean, that's not coming back until like they sign a new deal. I mean, that's they've they're missing some pieces right now, and I think we're kind of feeling it. I mean, like I, I know we're already off on a tangent on this, but I'll I'll just touch on this for a second. Like, I don't dislike the guns. The Gun Brothers, I don't. I think they've they've made tremendous strides from where they started when mm-hmm. they when AEW first started. Those guys are both pretty good now. But man, I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, we. I just I don't know what we're doing here, man. I, I don't like a swerve just to do a fucking swerve. Yeah. Why? Why not save that match for the pay per view? Yes. I don't understand why they didn't. Uh... Unless they're going to put the belts back on the acclaimed, which I don't want. I don't like that either. I know. Not because I don't like the acclaimed, just because no. I don't want to play hot potato. Right. Agreed. I don't want to see hot potato with titles because then that just lessens them. Like the, the, I don't know. Not unless you got somebody big coming back for the, what I would want is for like 
if they're going to do that, actually, I don't want them to do that because I want them to put the belts on FTR and just let them run with it because FTR is a really good group and they'll make it mean something and they'll have meaningful, good matches and stories, but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with these belts, man. There's got too much. FTR should come back and road warrior the guns and win those belts in 30 seconds, man. And that that's really what it should be because there's such a discrepancy between the two teams. Yeah. I'd love it if they did that. I don't know. I'm just kind of lost on AEW right now. And I think that um, a, li- the, a, major- a lot of that has to do with the fact that CM Punk isn't there. And I know that there's a lot of people that, that there's there's a lot of internet morons out there that don't want to say that they don't want CM Punk back. But listen, CM Punk is everything is going to be everything in this company, especially for the fact that they're going for a new TV deal. Like they need the star. And um, I think they're really starting to feel I at least personally for myself, uh, not seeing Cody there and seeing how awesome Cody is being portrayed in WWE. Um, it just goes to show that you know what how they did that probably wasn't the best idea yeah (laughs) obviously was probably a little bit of cody's fault too but we totally got off on a tangent to rant about AEW. but i I just i don't know what they did last night what was that yeah it just they're a little little lost right now they've been lost for a year now Uh, i don't know about a year i i think that the the dynamites have been good have been really good up until about two weeks ago. I think the, the last two have, have kind of got off the off the rails for me. Yeah, I because I yeah, I, I guess you're right, because I don't know what I mean. I know that a lot of talent was doing the Jericho cruise. I totally understand that, but I don't know. I just it sucks. And I should be like this should be I mean, it's WrestleMania season. It should. When is Revolution next weekend? Two weekends? Three weekends from now? Really? That that soon? I think it's the. I think it's Sunday, March fifth. I think. Holy cow! I didn't even. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, they're super close. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, look I, again. The the, the pay per view is going to be great. It's going to have really good matches, and we're gonna we're gonna love it. Um, I just I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I love how we're getting there. That's all. Yeah. I, yeah, that is that is true. The, the pay-per-views are always good. The in-ring product is always good, but the storylines and the outside stuff just not always clicking. So, yeah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, anyways, so uh, I think I'm going to give this uh, Vengeance Day show, I think I'm going to give it a solid 7 uh, out of 10. If I'm going on a Melter scale, I'd give it a, a 3 and a 3 and 3 quarter star out of 5. Um, I thought it was a pretty good show. Had some dead spots in it, but I think that the first match and the uh, end match were so strong that it makes me it, that everything in the middle didn't really matter to me. Yeah, seven out of ten, I think, is pretty fair. Um, the first match was great. Um, you know, the, the way they presented Carmelo Hayes. I mean, we we got to see him see him presented as a as a real contender, you know, for that belt, which coming, yeah. coming, you know, looking back at this whole show in retrospect now, um, it, it looks pretty good. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about the tag team division in NXT because I think, um, you know, the Creed brothers are really good and chase you is awesome and pretty deadly is probably going to get, going to get yanked up, but Gallus is there too, you know, so I, th- those guys are all pretty, I'm pretty excited about where that's headed. Um, 
I'm, I'm assuming Carmelo Hayes is probably going to win that belt um, at TakeOver um, and then have Breaker show up either the next night or, or you know, very shortly after that on the main roster. But the women's the women's, um, the women's uh, world – I don't know if it's called a world title, but the women's title um, picture, I don't know who's next up for Roxanne with that. I'm not 100% sure who's, who's even ready for that to even be a contender. Um, but – the tag team thing worries me with the women's, but other than that, I'm excited to watch NXT tonight that aired on Tuesday to try to see where they're headed uh, with the next stuff. But, you know, I mean, I think seven out of 10 is fair. Um, a lot of good stuff, some stuff that there's areas of opportunity with like always, but you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure where we're going with Waller. At this point, I didn't think he did a great job in that match overall. I didn't think he did a great job in the first match with Braun Breaker. I was a little disappointed in both of those matches. So, I mean, look, I love I love Grayson Waller. I think he's going to be a, an unbelievable superstar down the road. Um, I might have voted a little early, you know, thinking that he was ready to ready to be the champ. I don't think he's ready to be the champ, but um, you know, we're I think we're getting there with him for sure. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot to love about it, man. There's a lot to love about NXT. There's, there's a lot to be excited about, you know, the, 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 the stars of tomorrow today is what it is. Like Cornette used to say about OVW, right. But, um, you know, that's what it is, man. And I, and I, I'm, I, I go into those shows with a low bar to look at, look at prospect developmental wrestling. And that's the way that I view it. And I end up liking it. I end up enjoying it. And, and there's stuff that I shake my head at and laugh because it's so stupid. But there's also stuff that I see that is like, you know what, that girl's got something or that guy's got something. And we're we're moving forward here with with some people who were pretty green that I, I'm, I'm excited about where they're headed. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you all enjoyed the NXT Vengeance Day show. You can let us know what you think about it on uh, Twitter at the underscore Podsky, uh, Instagram, the underscore Podsky and on Facebook at the Podsky with John Baker. Uh, we. We hit the fifteen hundred download mark earlier in the week. Where I don't I don't know what's happening. A lot of people are checking out the show right now. So thank you to everyone checking out the show. Uh, we got a lot more coming up, especially with WrestleMania week. We're going to be all over LA, um, doing all those shows there. So you will see us on socials for sure that week. Uh, especially Andretti and I. So, uh, just keep checking us out there. And you got anything else before we want to ride out here? Now, again, man, you know, I know that the, the, the AEW product right now, the last couple of dynamites haven't been great, um, but I'm still really excited about where we're at right now with, with, with mainstream North American wrestling. Those new Japan shows were lights out. They were fantastic. New Japan is, is I'm way back in on new Japan right now. It's probably my favorite promotion. Um, I can't, you know, I, I love watching those shows, man. There's a lot of really good talent. There's a lot of really good talent in WWF and AEW and NXT. So I think right now it, it, we're, we're in a good spot right now. I really do think that. Yeah. Aside from my mini rant there for, from AEW, I, I would, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Awesome time to be a wrestling fan. It is. It really is. And there's great stuff going on on the indies too, man, because you know, Mike Bailey's fantastic and he's going to get, he's going to be a, a main roster guy somewhere pretty soon. That guy tears the house down. I love Brian Keith. You know, there's, there's a lot of really good talent on the indies right now, man, that is going to be coming up soon that you're going to, you're going to really like. And we're going to see both of them in uh, LA. Yeah, for sure. So, but all right. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you all to listen and uh, we'll check us out next time on the Podski.